0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. I'm pumiyok sa opening the opening. Because Bones is the one who edits all these podcasts and she told me unendingly and forever that I was crying in the, I did the last opening. podcast. I don't even remember, but I
1: don't care. But I love it. It sounds so funny because I feel like Mikael doesn't make mistakes. Like he rarely <sighs> makes any mistakes. So that was something I really needed to push at him. Like, ha, you're not perfect. <laughs>
0: I'm not affected <laughs> at all. Yeah, he doesn't get affected by stuff like that. All anyway. right. But anyway, I was teasing this podcast on my Instagram stories and I was saying that the topic that we are going to have for this episode is relevant all Filipinos. Mm -hmm. And it's relevant to everybody in the whole world but specifically for Filipinos. So what are we going to be talking about?
1: We're going to be talking about digital money.
0: Or digital cash, however you want to say it. And I think that the concept of digital money or digital cash is so significant, especially now. Mm -hmm. Because the need for this has accelerated with our situation. We are all under ECQ and we are all under mandates to socially distance, wash our hands, be more physically conscious of how we interact with each other. Yeah,
1: and people have precautions that they take and some of that includes not giving money, like handing money to other
0: people. Because you could be passing something through that item, which is money. So the concept, the idea, and the push for digital cash has become so intense and has Extremely accelerated because of the situation and the pandemic that we're going through. And I uh, kind of agree with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really do. Actually, before, like when this whole thing started, the whole ECQ started, we do have a couple of people that sell home cooked meals or cookies or snacks here in our condo, in our condominium. And some of them were already asking for bank transfers online they were asking if we had certain apps that they could send money to through so it has already started in the community that we live in already
0: yes that is true and i think i just want to drive the point home before we really deep Mm -hmm. dive into this topic that the current pandemic is forcing us to really change our habits not just as individuals but businesses, governments, yeah. even the biggest organizations. You have Apples and Googles out there and they're forced to really change the way they do business. Yeah. And we have to look for a new status quo after this, okay? We have to, you know, f- kind of foresee okay, ano bang situation natin? What will we as a people what will we be traumatized of? Or ano yung mga bagay na mayi ilang tayo? Yeah. So we need to foresee that. And I think digital money is the answer to some of that. Some of those problems and reactions to this pandemic. Yeah, because
1: after the ECQ, we're going to have a GCQ, which people have been discussing already. We don't know exactly when that's going to be. As of now, the ECQ is till May 15. But, you know, like I was telling you the other day that there were some things that I was scared about once the ECQ ends. The contact that you have with other people when you start purchasing things in groceries and in other businesses, you're already worried about that handing cash to other people transaction and vice versa.
0: Yeah, that's true. And speaking of change and what you were saying, adjustments, what other adjustments have you noticed because of our new situation? Like what have you done? Like at home, what adjustments have we made?
1: For home, we've definitely made a big adjustment in our work schedule because our daily income relies on us taping, mostly. Like a big chunk of our income is from taping. And since we can't go to taping, we can't work from home in that aspect, we had to find different ways on how we could earn money. And a lot of that had to do with social media and digital media. So we had to think of different ways and come up with a routine that we could do by working at home.
0: In addition to what you just said, um, prior to our new situation, meetings would always have a greater significance if done Person Personally, person, yeah, right? yeah,
1: and I would always tell you na parang I feel more of a connect when I'm talking to the person directly when I'm looking at them in the eyes because they always say that when you look at somebody in the eyes, like you're really listening to them.
0: Yeah, but nowadays video calls yun na yung standard <laughs> yeah. yun yung gold standard. And if you say maybe we can eventually schedule a person-to-person meeting, we'd be like, huh? Um, or the client might be, dude. What no. are you talking about? Hell no! <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> so it, it has its benefits. Yeah. Of course, uh, laggy internet would always suck. Drop yeah. calls would do suck. But cempre malaking <laughs> bagay para sa atin yun because we get to save so much time. Traveling. There's no more traffic. Yeah. You don't need to, you know, get new clothes and kind of dress up for the occasion. You Honestly, can wear something more casual.
1: For even for the podcast, I mean, we're literally in our house clothes all the time because it you know, we're just at home anyways.
0: Yeah, and everybody knows that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's another adjustment that has happened. Uh, another one at home is groceries. I think there's also a different quality when you're doing your groceries and you see the item. You see, siya fresh produce, uh-oh. sometimes you see the box, you eh, know,
1: eh, ala- or even like the, the veggies, Alam mo na ah, this, like, kunwari, avocado, you have to shake it to see if the seed, if you can hear the seed, ah, okay na to. But now, like for us in our household, we rely on our groceries through somebody that sells vegetables in our condominium and then they deliver it to us. So they sell veggies and we just order them.
0: Here's the craziest thing, which you may not have noticed. Oh. Because of the surge in competition of delivering goods from business to home, I was comparing prices of grocery bills and the digital, and the digital food and the food that's delivered to our home. Mas mura yung mga food deliveries ngayon.
1: Like you mean the delivery fee?
0: No, mas mura yung price of the products. So here's an example. We buy one kilo of chicken breast in a supermarket and we buy one kilo of chicken breast from our delivery service. Yes. Mas mura yung delivery service by 26 pesos. So 246 per kilo sa supermarket, 220 pesos. Oh. Wow. delivery service. That's
1: such a big difference. It's a huge difference. It's more than 10%. Do you think it's because it the one that we get from the delivery comes from a direct supplier?
0: That's possible. Baka bawasan ng middleman. At the uh-uh. same time, competitive It's ba? Agawan ng customers ngayon. So yes. they have, some of them might have to drive down their prices. So these are benefits that a lot of people may not have noticed. Siyempre some people hindi kailangan ko lang napag-gain. dito na lang ako sa delivery service mm-hmm. pero kung titingnan nila mas mura na pala. And I think you can really find good deals if you just take the time to really scour the market yeah. and see what online services are available. Yeah, and there
1: are also brands that you can see in the supermarket that have been selling Tamang term if I say wholesale, but they've been selling in bulk and you can buy them at a discount.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So there are actually groups that you can see on like Viber or WhatsApp or Telegram that have a community, like Konwade, a Quezon City group or a Pasig City group, and a bunch of people that sell post everything that they're selling there, and then you as a consumer can just pick what you want and message
0: them. Yeah, because what's happening here, for distributors, instead of distributing to the smaller stores, they can direct to consumer. Yeah. so They
1: have that access now.
0: Yeah, they're able to skip the middleman. And at the same time, the middleman cannot operate now because mm-hmm. under quarantine. Tayo
1: we can also point out that now, like for example, we live in Pasig. So there's also that rule that we have in our city that if you're from a certain barangay, you can only go out during certain days. So let's say, in between those days that we can go out, ubusan tayo ng pagkain. Let's just say, yeah. hindi tayo makakalabas papunta sa grocery. Because our passes only give us these certain days unless it's an emergency. And, we're gonna have to get food somewhere, so delivery service has actually been really helpful.
0: True, and then just another story before we go back to the main topic of this episode. Um, in our residential complex, maraming ng ibat ibang mga towers and Mataasing occupancy rate dito. and because of that, may parang trading or barter system. So there's uh, there are messaging groups where, let's say, Bones bakes cookies, she can sell them. And that happens a lot. May mag, nagbe-bake ng cookies, may gumagawa ng pre-cooked items, may gumagawa ng arts and crafts. Bilo-bilo. <laughs> Ginataang bilo-bilo <laughs> favorite na favorite mo? namin kasi sobrang sarap. Uh, nagkaroon ng buy and sell system dito. Yeah. Nakakatuwa. Kasi syempre, um, kanya-kanyang gawa yun eh. And a huge help that enabled this system is digital cash. Yes. And digital cash, has become the savior of a lot of people because it's hard going to ATMs now it's hard withdrawing from your bank it's hard accessing your passbook accounts kung wala ATM diba and i think that is where we go back to the main topic of this episode
1: digital cash
0: <laughs> here's a little history lesson that you might not know of yet okay. so this is this okay. is a lesson, history lesson from experience lang. digital cash has actually been available since I was in high school, if I remember correctly, and that would be two thousand two to two thousand six, so maybe around two thousand four meron, na yan. yeah, but here was the biggest problem, and I was aware of this I don't know why I was such a nerd about these things. The biggest problem there was to cash in it was like I'm just making this number up, example siya, five percent to cash in, so if you put in a hundred pesos, they dagda- get five pesos ah.
1: Ah, sa si And then
0: when you cash out, it's another 5%. So, yung 95 pesos mo, Mm-mm. maglalabas sila ng 4 pesos and change. So, you'll end up with what? You lost 10 pesos just to use yeah. the service and it just did not make sense.
1: Parang sayang naman yung, yung pera mo. Tas wala nasa pa bulsa si- mo na lang. Diba?
0: Tas wala pa silang interest na binibigay. Yeah. Yeah. You should just open a bank account and use that instead. Yeah. Diba? It just did not make sense. But today things have advanced and there is actual utility and there's such a huge market for it that so many digital payment solutions have come up and a lot of them are uh, giving free cash-in, free withdrawals. Some of them are even giving interest by tying up with banks because you can't technically give interest. I mean, that device... It's comes complicated because there's my BSP eh. yeah. my regulatory restrictions na yan eh. But digital cash has come a long way, and the point is, it's become so accessible and extremely cheap. Actually, hindi lang cheap eh. parang profitable siya, especially Mm-mm. because my interest na. Yeah. So that's a short history of how digital cash has grown from 15 years ago to now.
1: For me in my experience with digital cash, before this ECQ, there I would have frequent trips to the bank just to like, you know, pay some bills or things that I needed done, but now that we can barely go out of the house and of course the bank tellers and bank employees do have a hard time getting into work. A lot of the bank transactions that I've done with Security Bank have been online. I have the online Account that I've applied my account to, so I've been able to pay all my bills online, all credit card bills, and even when I need to ask for something, everything is online na. So hindi ko na kailang po munta sa banko kung may kailangan ako I just ask my bank manager through the phone or through messaging apps because. I mean, there isn't really any other way that we can do things now. But I'm thankful that we have online banking systems that we can trust and we can use to pay for utilities.
0: True, and if you are a number of companies that have adopted this kind system, you can pay for almost any utility now. Yeah. Through online banking, through digital payment solutions.
1: Even transferring money to people in your family that you might need to send money to.
0: Which, I mean, if we is a huge convenience for us. Like, I make it a point to teach our household staff, uh, Roland, my driver, yeah. of how many years. I really make it a point to teach them because some of them... They're not aware of this. Yeah. Pero ang too tulong niya? He doesn't have to go all the way to a payment sender, a money sender, send mm-hmm. it to his wife, and then his wife will walk to the utility branch. I yeah. was like, no, Roland, all you have to do, I'll send you some money digitally, and then you enroll your account, and then you pay for it. And he's yeah. like, wow, sir, <laughs> galinga? <nga."
1: laughs> yeah, because... Kasi- like, when I asked Cell about it, sabi ko, meron ka bang bank account? Sabi niya, wala. Kasi lahat ng pera ko, pinapadala ko sa pamilya ko. So, what Mikael and I did for Cell and Meng and Roland is that we set up accounts for them for digital cash para at least dun namin isasend lahat ng bonus namin sa kanila. Everything that we earn together um, that we want to send to them or if anybody wants to give them any tips for any extra things that they do for them, they can all send it there.
0: Yeah and then they epen doon. The yes. But that also brings us to a pitfall or a possible downside of digital cash. Okay. Which is that not a lot of people completely understand it and when they relate things to the internet, sometimes ang um, unang isip is something negative like getting hacked.
1: Yeah. The yeah.
0: bugs, um, system maintenance, downtimes, and that's normal. I think if you are afraid and you feel anxious with any of those factors that i mentioned i think that it is the job of the payment solution providers and the digital cash companies to be able to address those fears me i'm a bit more aware because i've been using these payment solutions for a long time already so i've gone through the ups and downs already i've felt the fears and anxieties but it's of course, the job of the customer to look for awareness, but it's also the job of the businesses and companies to share the information. Para lang masaga, ng mga tao.
1: One thing that I really look forward to for digital money in the future is other businesses adapting to this kind of nature. And actually, one local business, if I'm not mistaken, announced that they would be going completely cashless, Yardstick Coffee.
0: And contactless.
1: And contactless, yeah. So I admire that. And I think it's exciting because there are, like when we would travel to other countries, go to different coffee shops, there were some that were already cashless. And they wouldn't accept cash in their store, which I thought was pretty cool and mind-blowing because at that time, I was like, well, everybody has cash. Why, why don't you guys have cash? So that's initially what I thought. But at the back of my head now, I'm like, wow, this is another step moving forward.
0: Yeah. And just to uh, expound on what you just said, there's a difference between cashless and contactless. Okay. Because when you say cashless, you uh, bills or coins. Uh-uh. Pero not necessarily contactless. Because if I have a credit card and I hand it to you, that's still contact. So may parang physical contact, it's also a But there are things like pay wave now, yeah. contactless payments, where you tap your credit card on the machine. That's where things start to go really contactless. Or you have QR codes. QR codes. So an daming gamitin para contactless. Actually,
1: when whenever we have like Miss World in China, um, whenever we would go to different stores, all of the store storefronts, like the cashier, would have QR codes at the front, like by, by the cashier, and you would see other customers just scanning it. So that would be them sending their money to the business.
0: Yeah, yeah. So galing talaga. And it sounds so futuristic.
1: Mga sari-sari store to, ha? Oh, oh, like these aren't solid. like even in the big malls. These are just like stores on the side of the road. Yeah. Which I thought was super cool because one of the things that I had written down here was anoint roadblock ng digital money here in the Philippines. And I already thought, what about the people that don't have access to internet because obviously this is something that might involve an internet connection. What about the people that don't have access to smartphones? These are possible roadblocks that I see but I think it would be a great start just because you have roadblocks doesn't mean you can't try something out.
0: That's true. And since Bonizi was talking about a disadvantage, I'll go back and talk about another advantage. Aside from everything we've mentioned, if you think about it, there is a cost to the paper bills mm-hmm. and the metal coins that we carry you, you have to produce them yes you talked to and me about
1: this before
0: diba in my cost yan syempre may yung mabababa yung cost ang piso oh sabihin natin sabihin natin 1 centavo to make 1 peso Yeah. but when you go digital nawawala yung cost na yun so kahit mm. pa paano may savings pa rin. yeah because you don't have to produce bills. And remember, yung bills, kailangan irreplace yan every so often. Yeah. Kasi, let's say, maybe after three years na yung bills all over the place, nalukot na na, punit-punit na, hindi mo na makita yung numero dun sa kanto. <laughs> so, um, the the bills and coins, these have costs and you eliminate that. Yeah. And I think that's another adv- advantage that we have.
1: Eliminate the use of paper.
0: So, I, I, I think that's a pretty... Cool advantage that not a lot of people might not might think, think of. Oh, and here's another super cool example. Imagine owner ka ng sari-sari store, mm-hmm. and then the QR code ganamagbenta, de ba? Okay. Because of that, the QR code app that you're using, possibly at the end of the day, automatic, dinagdag at binawasan na lahat ng expenses mo. So all the, all you have to do as a tinder in the sari sari store is just look at your final balance and you're like, ah, okay. Ito na oh, yung kita Oh, so may inventory. So, you know, meron, pwede yun. So imagine mo yung notebooks na sobrang kapal at sobrang haba dun sa sari-sari yeah. store na sinusulat nila yung benta nila, magkano yung expenses nila. Hindi na nila kailangan yun. So mababawasan pa yung work.
1: That would be so cool if there could be an app like that. Diba?
0: Ang galing nun yung balance sheet ni ate sa sari-sari store mo. Nasa phone na. Nasa phone na. Galing. Ang
1: galing na ah. Solid yun, ag- super
0: solid. It's super solid. It's a
1: programmer. Ka
0: <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure there are already apps available <laughs> for that. And you can really create these apps and these programs to cater to the lower income earners and give them these tools that they otherwise would never have been able to get that are super easy to use. I think that just uplifts everyone in the nation from the bottom up because you yeah. know how new technology sometimes dun sa may kaya lang.
1: Oh, it's only accessible to certain people, but it would be great to see technology like this be accessible to everyone.
0: Yeah, and I can really imagine it affecting it in such a good way. Of course, these are like Perfect scenarios. Yeah. And dami nating ups and downs that kaaylangan mm-hmm. para yung situation. Yeah, it's the,
1: This is just a topic that Mick and I have been discussing frequently. It's been part of our nighttime conversations, our breakfast talks, and it's something that we wanted to share with you guys, so you could have something to think about as well. Of course, we're not experts, but it's something that really piques our interest.
0: I have one or two more stories for you, Bones. Okay. That I think would be surprising. Maybe it's something you hadn't thought of yet.
1: Is this so- wait? You haven't told me this, right? No, I haven't. I okay. haven't. Okay, interesting. Okay,
0: isipin yun it, guys. I'm sure na experience nothing lahat at, in school, high school, college. Pag umuutang ka sa kaibigan mo. Okay. Tapos nakakalimutan kalimutan mo. <laughs> magkano ba inutang ko or magkano ba inutang ko don sa kaibigan ko? Tapos dah na or hindi mo na alam paano kasi singil uh, paano mo sisingilin or pag sinisingil ka parang inisip mo tama ba yung singil sa akin <laughs> do you know do you uh, do you relate to me on this Bonisi? i have been there i
1: have done that. i have
0: been there i have done that many many times but but if we're passing cash digitally everything is recorded my pangalan narin yan. May account number and username na yan.
1: Actually, other countries have stuff like this.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I think in the US it's called Venmo and they have a lot of other alternative apps. In the Philippines, I see that happening very, very soon as well. Mm-hmm. I think there are apps already that have started. Meron na. no, meron na. There are apps who have this service already. But recorded yan. So, Bones, kung classmates tayo, das ng ka ng 10 pesos sa akin, para bumilin ng toho si singilin talaga ko <laughs> ten pesos then if you say no papakita kita ko say oh eto Duba? ba
1: may note pa taho
0: <laughs> taho ni bones
1: that doesn't sound right
0: i am sorry <laughs> sorry guys natuo lang ako but anyway you get my point i do i do you get my point was that a nice <laughs> point aside from the
1: <laughs> note that you gave yeah <laughs> yeah
0: natuo ako dun sa ano. <laughs> I really like the concept of it, and it really makes everybody accountable for mm. what they're doing. I think that uh, dealing with money and remembering to what to do and what your responsibilities are is it, a big fear for a lot of people.
1: It's jahe. like you just yeah. said. It's jahe, jahe. Jahe like, even to yourself. Eh. Like kunare ako yung nagut, uh, ako yung nagpautang. Like even just asking back for the money, like hey, when are you gonna pay me back, or like your payment is due. For others, na jajaje sila, cause they're like, ah, oh, baka masira yung friendship naman, or baka magalit siya. But one thing that Mikael actually taught me, which I want to share with you guys, is it's your money. You worked hard for it. You have the right for it. So don't be afraid to ask for it. Yeah,
0: and then kung digital, baka bigyan mo ng digital poke. But <laughs> man
1: screenshot siguro.
0: was a Facebook poke So digital poke tapos kasama ng poke 10 pesos utang po. <laughs> did
1: you did you ever do that like the Facebook poke? No, I never used okay.
0: to it Although I always found it funny. Yeah. Cuz the the term poke was like, huh? why am I going to poke know, this person?" I know, it's just like
1: it's just like imagine it in real life poke.
0: Yeah, I know. Although I would do that in like poke.
1: That uh, that sounds weird. <laughs>
0: So there, I think I think I think we covered a lot of topics, and I guess the point of this episode was just to share a conversation that Bonisian and I would have. Yeah. Uh, this is the future. We like talking about you know what could happen. Possibilities. The line, what are the new things? And I think it raises awareness. Now, not, yeah. neither of us are professionals or experts in this field. We talk from experience and from what curiosity, as curiosity as well. Curiosity, honestly, what we read on the internet, and we kind of just try to distill what we think is real and what we think isn't real. Yeah. Because there's so much misinformation on the internet. I think everybody knows that by now.
1: Alright, so enough with being a bit more serious. Now, I think we can talk about something lighter in that aspect.
0: Yeah, before we end this podcast, I think it's important that we jump into something happy. What is that?
1: Well, we just finished the season finale of Westworld. And for anybody that is still watching Westworld Season 3 or the past seasons, this is going to be a spoiler for you. So fast forward to the end <laughs> or just yeah or
0: or just mute it yeah just, just watch it. us talking
1: yeah you can just watch us talking but anyways let's move forward the season finale of westworld happened how do you feel about it
0: no how do you feel about it okay we have not talked about this we watched it just a few days ago how do you feel about it bonz
1: honestly i'm kind of confused and meh about it like season one is meh disappointed yeah okay so the season one i was like yeah this is so cool two my mind was boggling what's gonna happen next and three i was kind of like huh ah okay i get it so there was nothing like super duper crazy i would say at the end But I think that they were able to come up with the conclusion that they wanted. Like they were able to put across their message. And the way that I see it is that they were pushing for freedom and pushing for somebody's freedom in this free world. They were able to do that. But there were also a lot of loose ends and questions that I had in mind. Mikhail also raised these questions at the end. They showed it at like this little trailer at the end after the credits but watching it i'm kind of thinking do i actually want to watch season four now because i'm kind of okay with how season three ended
0: like you're done with it
1: yeah yeah there are just some seasons like that i mean some some series like that for yeah
0: to be honest with you it just it wasn't a satisfying finale
1: it wasn't at it all. It wasn't
0: a finale where you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't at all. It was like huh, woo, I'm very, uh, I'm very uh, I'm very easy on these things. I'm not very I'm not very critical of these yeah. things. But for the Westworld season three finale, I was looking for something more satisfying, similar to the season two and season one finale. No more like,
1: story based.
0: Yeah. I this really one, was looking for that. This one felt more spectacle. Like, there were two or three huge fight scenes and then there were a lot of big set pieces. But para sa akin, if they actually fleshed out the character stories and developments more, yeah. if they fo- if they put as much effort into character development and story as they did with set pieces and action scenes, I would have been happier. Like,
1: I ako, ako dun sa story ni Charlotte. Charlotte true Niles.
0: because all of a sudden why is she okay why is she there
1: yeah like a daming tanong who else
0: me to be honest with you I was always waiting for Maeve's storyline yeah like I didn't completely understand why it was so easy for the smartest you remember she's the smartest yeah. right to follow for the smartest host to suddenly just side with Serac only because he threatened her yeah he only said, oh, I might, you know, kill your daughter in... In the digital world. In the digital world. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, she had no underlying scheme. It's yeah. ang ganda if Serac was trying to play her, but Maeve was trying to play Serac. And then... Because that's how she moves.
1: But then also you have Bernard. And Bernard had like plans for Dolores but it just felt like his story was about him transforming into remembering himself and getting into fight mode
0: it is cool yeah, it's like
1: fight scenes, and I'm not really a fan of fight scenes to be honest yeah, like I'm, easy more, I'm more I'm more story driven like that's how I am as a viewer so yeah it was kind of disappointing for me
0: <laughs> yeah but nonetheless the first half of of the season was absolutely yeah, amazing. we really liked Seasons that. 1 and seasons 2, oh, still absolutely amazing. So you can't take that away. Yeah. So you can watch season 1, 2, and half of 3.
1: What are the other series Pala, that we watched now? We just stopped watching and we didn't watch any of the other...
0: Oh, Walking Dead.
1: Oh, yeah. We only watched until like, what, season yeah, 3, 4? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes
0: it's just too long. It's too dragging that the, the story is just going around in circles. Already. Lost
1: also. It lost me.
0: (laughs) Did you not finish Lost?
1: No, I didn't enjoy it at some point.
0: Yeah, there were down seasons. But Lost eventually was okay at the end.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, let's... Hopefully,
0: Westworld is like that. It's like Lost. It becomes okay in the end.
1: But I mean, now that Westworld is done, it's now time to move on to another series.
0: We are going to finish The Last Dance. And so far, I've watched episodes 1 to 6. Ooh. Wow. Even if you're not a basketball fan.
1: I'm not a basketball fan and I enjoy it.
0: Bonizzi has watched episodes 1 to 4. This week, she's going to watch 5 and 6. And uh, you will not be disappointed. I'm so excited. I am that confident. I let you know. I let Bones know if she's going to be disappointed. <laughs> she won't be disappointed. It's just... ooh, The blood just starts boiling and zipping. We actually had a really, really nice ending. But Bonizi forgot to... Press record on the audio recorder. Mm-hmm. So, either way, I just recommend, highly recommend that you guys all watch The Last Dance because it is going to be absolutely amazing.
1: And Fofo had an announcement, Kanina.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm also going to watch Demon Slayer the anime from now on.
1: (laughs) We can watch (laughs) it (laughs) together.
0: That makes us super excited. I don't know why. I don't know anything about it. But I do know it's super big in Japan.
1: Super good. And super super good all over the world. I'm
0: actually, okay, fine. Now I'm excited. So anyway, uh, we gotta go. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Bye.